Hey, this is Jeremy from One Last Shot, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Welcome to episode 82 of Spinning Thoughts. We are getting oh so close to that magical number 97, not 100. I know what you were thinking. Uh, No, 100. We are getting there. We're getting close. Really stoked about it. Thanks for being here. As always, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. And uh, we've got a good one here today. I was talking to uh, this person prior to hitting the record button and I was letting them know. Uh, I'm really into the band. I just recently found them, and so I'm just like kind of stoked to talk to this band, this guy here today. So everybody, please help me in welcoming. I've got Jeremy Romance from One Last Shot. Jeremy, what up, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm great. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. I just got, actually, I'm a little sore. I just got tattooed. Ooh, okay. my, My arm's a little sore, but that's all right. So what you get? I got Freddy Krueger. Did you? Nice, yep. man. Like what? The the face, or you get the like the claws? I mean, what's going on? I uh, I got the claws and the face. It's just it's kind of like a nice little portrait. Is it pretty big? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's bigger than what I was I was uh, anticipating, which is fine. My artist uh, Mike at Halo is really awesome. So yeah, hooked me up with a pretty pretty badass tattoo. Do you have a lot of real estate still to get tattoos? Um, well, my right arm is basically covered, yeah. but everything else, everything else needs, needs some ink. All right. Well, you know, hopefully you still get some more ideas. Maybe some of the fans can send you ideas, tattooing ideas. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be, uh, it'd be <laughs> interesting. Oh boy. I wish that there could be some sort of competition that you'd agree to that would allow, uh, fans on Twitter to decide your next tattoo. I mean, if, if if the logistics were correct, would you ever do something like that? <laughs> I kind of put up a thing uh, for this one, and I gave them choices, and I, I didn't even go with either. Oh, so really? I just, yeah. <laughs> what were yeah. the choices? Oh, well. uh, the choices were Goosebumps, like the books, oh. uh, something re- related to that, um, a killer taco, because I really <laughs> like tacos, and then I don't know what the last one was, but I, I didn't go with either. I still think those are viable options for future tattoos. I mean, the Goosebumps oh, one sure. really, I think, is sick. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of all that stuff. So uh, eventually I'll get each one of those. But today I just went with Krugs. All right. Well, hey, look, Jeremy, maybe at some point once it heals up, uh, you can send uh, a tweet out to at uh, Spin Thoughts, uh, a picture of this new tattoo. We'd love to see it and for the fans to see it as well. All right, for sure. You got it. Hell yeah. All right, Jeremy. So uh, I want to dive into, we actually have a lot to cover. There's a lot going on for one last shot. So I want to kick things off here with um, just something that has blown me away amongst everything else that you guys have going on. But on March on March the 31st, the band released its latest full length, The Death of a Poet and All of His Friends. I mm-hmm. really enjoy this album. Really, really Thank do. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, really killer release. If you, if anybody hasn't heard this in its entirety, I really, really encourage you to do so. Don't just listen uh, to this, the quote-unquote singles. Get the whole thing in your system. Um, Jeremy, how have things been since dropping this one? Uh, it kind of has been very fast in a weird way. Like, <laughs> um, you know, we put the album out, and after it came out, we got asked to play you know a couple dates on warp tour and that was like around the same time that the music video came out and uh, for leather and fangs and so that was that was kind of unreal just to get that email um out of nowhere and then after that you know alternative press hit us up to do an interview and so on and so forth and it's kind of just kind of gone from there and it's it's building it's really awesome <laughs> it's kind of fast but yeah. in the same sense it's been like it's been years you know being in this band yeah so you know, patience, and then it, it finally started to happen. 
So you mentioned two topics that are going to come a little bit later in this episode so I can tease all the listeners. We're going to talk okay. a little bit about this Warp Tour stint and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about a little mention in a little magazine called Alternative <laughs> Press. Uh, so we'll get to those things. But it's actually interesting. Um, I didn't know that the band was asked to join Warp Tour after the drop of this album. I mean, the album dropped at the end of March. So this was a recent like acquisition. Yeah, I, I think it was. I don't even remember, honestly, when we got the email. Uh Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't really remember in my head. That uh, seems late just, in the game for Warp Tour. I mean, that you must have impressed some people. I guess so. <laughs> I, I mean, we've we've talked to Kevin Lyman before. He's yeah, given you, me advice yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, just life advice, not even like music related. And um, he, I don't know, he supports us, and I really appreciate it. And uh, I guess he just was like, "This is your year to be on a couple dates, like actually in the lineup." Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Sick stuff. I actually. I'm searching for some footage of these mm-hmm. Warp Tour performances. So if anybody out there was there and has, even if they're just like clips on your phone, I'd love to see them. Hit me up. And yeah, they're out there. Are they? Okay. All right. I'm going to find them. There's a few. The, the first two dates, unfortunately, we like the first dates that we played, it was illegal or against the rules of the venue to videotape. What? So they were, yeah, it was weird. There were signs At all, all? That said, Like even from your phone? All. I mean, kids were doing it, which is cool, <laughs> uh, but there are giant signs everywhere that said it was Jones Beach and I think Camden, New Jersey. There was a, uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know why, but no it has to be venue day. specific because Warp Tour seems pretty friendly to that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It was just, just those weird, weird dates for some reason. Interesting. All right. Well, if anybody's got some clips, I want to see them and I'm sure they're fucking awesome. Now, um, as we're talking about this latest album release, um, give me just some of the general background on the album. Where was it recorded? Who was involved? Anybody notable like that really helped along the process? Anything like that? I mean, you know, it was it was really interesting when we did this one because uh, in the past we've gone to Steve Sobchak, who's done like Ice Nine Kills and Love different him. things, and he's he's a local guy, and I've been recording with him since I was eighteen, and uh, this time around we decided that, you know, we've become, we've become really, I guess, I guess our talents have gotten better and progressed that our uh, drummer, Ryan is really good at recording instruments. So he just recorded the instruments on his own. No way. Yeah. I mean, it it sounds crazy, but it also, you know, I don't mean to sound cheap, but a full length isn't, isn't the cheapest thing. So, you know, we had to, uh, we recorded it on our own, uh, the inner, the instruments, and then we took it to get mixed and mastered by uh, a guy named Justin Spaulding who works for or under Steve Sobchak. And, uh, yeah, he just mixed and mastered it, did some vocals with him, and uh, that's the album. It was done really quick, too. It has been it was, like, maybe not even two weeks. Wow. So, yeah. That's a solid, solid collection of music to be done so quickly. And... You know, I just think it's fascinating how so many bands, and I'm sure you know Jeremy from being around all of them, talking to them, and and I've had Mm -hmm. so many on the show that seem to be taking on a a much larger role in the recording process, which I I think it's great. You're seeing even so many band members, artists, like, branching off, you know, like Ryan Dawson from All Time Low, who's Mm -hmm. a popular producer, right? Like, they're branching off and, like, almost giving back to the community uh, by producing others so i think that's fantastic that a lot of that was taken on um by basically the band right yeah i mean it, it kind of stemmed from uh our our friend will from aiden who does william control he started his own uh record label clothing line and he started his own uh studio and he produces and records bands and i was like you know if he can do it so can we and that's what we're starting dude oh you guys are actually going to start like your own like almost label record other uh, artists? Probably not, probably not a label, but maybe later on down the line. But we started the few steps to just record. And no uh, way. I know Ryan wants to get into more recording other bands and stuff like that. So, Dude, yeah. that's awesome. How much of a hand are you going to have in that? Are you pretty well versed with that process? I mean, I'm decent. Ryan is a thousand times better. <laughs> and I'd rather someone who's way better at it do it than me. Yeah. So Ryan kills it at recording. And so does Zach. So uh, our guitarist, they're both very talented at recording bands. So is it going to take on the one last shot 
like brand or moniker or what what's it going to be or what is it called? Oh, they're going to do their own thing. Oh, okay. I, I'm sure later on. I'm I I'm definitely I'm I'm very positive that later on in life they're going to if music doesn't work or even if the music works out that they're going to end up recording bands yeah. for a living. Awesome. So you can't make all the money in music. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um all right, so um we ta- we we kind of talked about how the band went into the actual physical recording of the album, but how do you guys mm-hmm. actually approach the writing? Who takes the lead? Who like give me like the the breakdown, the band breakdown on this? Um, it, it's kind of different for each song. Honestly, we we sit down in a room, we bounce ideas back and forth. Sometimes it's just over the computer, sending tracks like what we just recorded, being like, "Hey, check this out. Oh, this works for us. This doesn't work for us. Maybe this little part will work for us." And honestly, we just sit in a room and write, and that's how like the music is written. And then um, I just take whatever the tracks are and sit there and just write. I, I mean, I have a book full of lyrics, yeah. and I just write all the time. And I just kind of add the lyrics to it, and that's that's about it. We go practice the songs, go over them, see what we want to change. And it's, it's a pretty simple process. It's not done anything crazy or anything like that. Now, I asked this question uh, that I'm about to ask you uh, in mm-hmm. a recent interview, and I thought it was a good question because I felt like if somebody asked me this question, I would struggle to answer it. <laughs> so I am going to ask it to you. It's a good one. Um, what did you, um, is this the right one? Hold on. Oh, here it is. Sorry. Uh, what's the best feedback you've received regarding this album? Oh goodness. Um, I mean, oof. Right? Told you. I warned you at least, Jerry. Yeah, no, you did. And I, you know, you hyped it up, and now I'm, like, struggling to... Uh, I guess... I, I mean, overall, in general, people seem to be really, really stoked off this album. I guess the fact that the album got us on Warped Tour, the fact that, you know, AP has covered us, like, five times this year, and that just blows my mind because, you know, before it was just kind of, like, once every couple of years or something like that. Yeah. And, I don't know, having bigger bands go and being like oh we really like this like i mean our last day on warp tour was the most like i don't know it freaked me out i never get nervous before a show (laughs) but we had we had people watching our set like members from new year's day we had jesse from cky and we had uh, vincent from a casey strain stuff watching our set and i'm up there and i'm like (laughs) all right i'm never nervous but fuck you just got me really nervous yeah yeah oh man dude that's awesome um well, I think the I think the album is kick ass. So again, anybody Thank who you. hasn't listened to it has got to. I'm interested to talk a little bit more about the Warp Tour experience. And again, we're gonna get to that in a segment here in a few minutes. But before we do, what I want to do, Jeremy, is play a song mm-hmm. off of the latest album for everybody uh, sure. to, to kind of freshen up the palate. What do you think? That sounds great. All right, so everybody, we're gonna play Haunted Nights off the latest full length, The Death of a Poet and All of His Friends. From one last shot. Enjoy. Secrets of the 
so you just finished listening to Haunted Nights off the latest full length, The Death of a Poet and All of His Friends from One Last Shot. Jeremy, what can you tell us about this track that people may not already know? Uh, I think that something that I haven't told anybody is it's, uh, the name came from a Batman graphic novel. So I don't know if that is like it has nothing to do with like the name of this, like what the song's about. But I was reading Haunted Night, the Batman graphic novel, and I was like, oh, that'd be a cool, cool song name. I like it. I, I, I never knew that. So that's like a top secret kind of thing then, huh? I, I mean, not anymore, but yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe you're overestimating the spinning thoughts reach. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will see. I'll, I'll tweet it out and see what people think. There we go. All right. So um, talking about certain tracks off of this album, about a month ago, the band released a brand new music video uh, mm-hmm. for the track Grim Reminder, right? Yeah. Yep. What, what's the message? I, I, I've I've read a little bit about it, and I like it, uh, the idea of it. But uh, for everybody listening, what's the message behind this track and the video? So I think, uh, like, growing up is uh, is really strange, uh, especially, I mean, at least where I'm from. I'm, I <laughs> seem that it relates to a lot of people also, is that, like, you get told basically how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to dress and who you're supposed to be when you grow up. And I, I finally have been like, nah, fuck that. Uh, I, for a while in my life, I felt like I had to follow those rules and I had to do certain things to succeed in life. But I feel like the exact opposite has happened. Like once I stopped believing in that system and I started to just be myself, uh, things started to work out better for me and I was a happier person. So it's kind of like what Grim Reminder is about, but it can also be whatever the the listener interprets it as. But for me personally, that's what I take off of it. Now, I believe uh, the band either had or still has a contest going on for people. Uh, We had it. Yeah, it's all over with. We might do it again. Okay, so I wasn't sure if it finished or not, but either way, it's a great it's it's a great idea. Can you tell me a little bit about what this was then? I didn't know it ended. Oh, yeah, it ended, but, like, it ended not that long ago, but uh, we might do it again, is that if you shared it, uh, the music video on Twitter, and you tagged, you know, like, your friends, as many times as you want to, every uh, tag on Twitter is a entry into the contest to win a mask that I hand-drew for, uh, for the music video that's in the Grim Reminder video. Dude, that is so awesome. Now, um, what was the response like for that? Did you guys get a lot? Oh yeah, we got we got a little. It got a little too. Uh, not that it's a problem. I just didn't expect that much of a reaction <laughs> for some reason. I always downplay. I was telling our, like our publicist this not that long ago. I was I was like, you know, I always downplay our band, and and then I read like things that we've done. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot we did that, or I forgot we've done this or that, and it, it makes me feel better. I you know I always want to strive to do better and whatnot. So, but yeah, the the contest did fucking great and uh everybody's awesome and it did so well i think i'm gonna do it again because we have what seven more masks in the video so we might as well just give them away dude hell yeah like that stuff needs to happen more often like that is so cool like in a in a world where everything is so digital and so quick and Mm -hmm. instant like to to really connect with fans and people like that and for them to get their hands on something that like they're seeing and it's in it's brightening their day like watching these videos and hearing this music i just love when bands do this kind of stuff man i hope you keep it up i'm i mean i always think in my head that you know when i was younger somebody did like a band did something really cool for me like that and i always remembered it and they were always my favorite band and then later on in life i was like you know i'm in this band now i want to give that same memory to somebody else and maybe that they can pay, pay it forward later on in life as well so Thank you for that. Uh, we try really hard to do things like that all the time. And now, Jeremy, you know, I'm not going to hold you to anything. I'm not trying to put you in a corner. But, you know, <laughs> if 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 you wanted to, to to send one of those masks to Spinning Thoughts, I could tell yeah. you, I could tell you this, man, it would hang on my music wall and it, it would definitely be seen from times in photos and, and vlogs. I mean, you think about it. I, I don't want to try to cut anybody in this line to get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, man, <laughs> I had to try, had to try. Think about it. We'll talk off the air. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So um, I asked you the question 
uh, earlier in the segment about the uh, latest album, uh, how you guys approached writing music. Mm-hmm. How do you guys now in this regard approach music videos? Who's like the the mastermind behind this medium? Uh, it, you know, it's it's weird. We we sat down and we had we started out with a plan of what we wanted to do. And then it seems like no matter what we plan out, something comes, something comes up, something comes in the way yeah. of things. So like <laughs> the leather and fangs video, we had this idea of shooting it, uh, in this really old theater in Syracuse where we're from in Syracuse, New York called the landmark theater. It's like the most haunted place accordingly. No way. Um, that's what they, I know. That's what they claim. So Is it we're still like, an operation. Oh yeah, they just did the Phantom of the Opera there recently, and um, in Wicked they do Broadway productions. So okay, I, we set up the goal to to shoot it there, uh, which seemed like it wasn't going to happen. And then finally, the night we were able to do it was on Christmas Eve. So we got there like midnight and shot the video until like three four a.m. But you know, Grim Reminder was also really quick and really kind of like. I, I kind of personally came up with some of the ideas for it and the guys are really cool about it. And they're like, you know, let's just do it. And we, we just shot the video and that one was just shot in a, in a bed, well, not bedroom. It was just like an open room in a house. So they might look cool, but behind the scenes, I don't know if they're <laughs> as, I don't mean to spoil the mute, the, the movie magic. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, I've come to learn that, I mean, part of the magic is just being able to uh, tran- like uh, provide the the visual of what you guys were doing to to the masses across the world. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it is pretty funny sometimes how simplistic <laughs> videos and even the the production of music can be, but it is also mm-hmm. very very complicated at, at the same time. Um, this is a question that I ask every band um, when I speak of a newer music video that they have dropped uh it's my favorite question mm-hmm. who is the worst actor in the band like when when it's lights camera action who sucks in one last shot i don't think anybody sucks come on come i on. think that oh no i would never speak ill of anybody in our band <laughs> i just think that like you know there's i think zach's the most uncomfortable in front of a camera okay. but by the end of it he's the most comfortable um, but I think he, he takes a little bit to, to warm up to being in front of the camera and maybe Ryan too, like, but they're both great sports and, uh, the, they aren't, they don't suck by any means. They're just <laughs> probably the most. And I think Adam as well, Adam has said a number of times that he doesn't really like being in front of the camera. It's not really his, his thing, but they do it. And I think they look awesome personally. They oh, no doubt. Need more confidence. Yeah. 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 And, and trust me. I don't ask this question because I feel like when I watched the video, there was like a sore thumb who sucked in there. Um, (laughs) You know, I just feel like for me, I always I always say this for me in the bands that I've played in. If I I never did like a real like full scale music video, if I were to do one, like I feel like I'd be the guy that like would just look so awkward on camera. Like when I when I film like vlogs and stuff for spinning thoughts, I always look at them. I'm like, wow, I look really fucking stupid. I mean, we're our worst critics, man. It's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah, maybe you're right. But um, no, nah, the the music videos you guys have put out are fantastic. Um, Thanks. And uh, I'm glad that no one in the band sucks at acting. That makes it easier. That's probably why they go so fast. You you complete things so quickly. Yeah, they, they, go, they go pretty quick. <laughs> so you mentioned and I mentioned a couple times here that one last shot uh, has been in uh, alternative press. For those who don't know, it is... A very small scale, uh, not very big uh, publication. But um, you guys have been in there multiple times. But more recently, you were in the August 2017 issue. Uh, mm-hmm. So what was that like? I mean, I know you guys have been in it before, but it's always got to be cool, right? Oh, it's really cool. I'm very thankful if anybody wants to talk to us, just like you talking to me right now. I'm very thankful for anybody that wants to give us any time of day. And um, all press is especially awesome because I remember going home as a kid reading that magazine and being, man, I want to be in this one day. Yeah, and then being able to to go back to like, surprise, surprise, I used to work at Hot Topic, but <laughs> I, I went back there recently and there's the magazine and they're all they were all stoked. They're like, oh, you're in this. And uh, that's wild, man. So, yeah, that is so... very, very happy about it. So wild. Um, yeah, I anytime I talk about all press with anybody, I always mention that like I don't 
other than Netflix, the only mm-hmm. thing I subscribe to is alt press. Like I, <laughs> I still get it in the mail, like a physical copy. I keep every single one of them. I actually, there's a couple uh, friends of spinning thoughts that will often tweet pictures to us um, of old magazines, uh, AP magazines from like 20, 10, you know, whatever, like just mm-hmm. showing us bands that we've had on the show that were on or in AP like five years ago. It's just it's, what a great thing to be featured in. I would be stoked. So congratulations. Uh, Thank on, you. Yeah. On that. Now, again, you guys have been in this a couple times and I'm just kind of curious. How does somebody like typically get in AP? My guess is, is that, I mean, they, they are basically reaching out to you wanting to get you on or is it is it the reverse like are you guys like constantly hitting them up like yo can we get on like how does that work so i mean when when i was younger i would email them constantly and and that just doesn't work like no. it, it really it they get i couldn't even imagine how many Seriously. emails that they get in and when i say younger i mean i was like 18 or 19 and i was just like oh you need to, <laughs> to cover one last shot um but but now you know we have a really we have a really kick-ass publicist jesse and, yeah, and he yeah, really yeah. works he works really hard for us. And, um, and also there's, I don't know, the people at AP are just really kind. And I, I've met a lot of them, uh, like Jason and uh, Cassie and Matt and a lot of people that, that might not be there anymore and Taylor. And they're all really, really good people. And so you're know, getting to meet them and stuff like that, at, like at the AP Awards and everything like that, you end up just, you know, good people connecting and, uh have similar interests and whatnot. So they, they do contact us now for things. Sometimes we let them know that we have stuff going on and vice versa. So that's an cool. awesome relationship. Yeah. Going both ways like that uh, yeah. shows that you're doing something right now. You mentioned uh, the APMAs. Were you there? I didn't end up going this year uh, just because of the downgrade in the, uh, well, not downgrade, but down size of yeah. the venue. Yeah. The venue is, I think, way more beautiful than I think the stadium would have been. I agree with but, you. Uh, it, it surprised me, to be honest with you. I actually, when yeah. they changed it like three days before, I am not one to complain or like send out negativity. You'll rarely see it from me, but internally mm-hmm. I was like, oh, are they going to pull this off? Like I was a little nervous, you know? Yeah. Well, they, they have a lot of good people working for them that can definitely uh, make whatever work. And um, I, I was going to drive like five and a half hours out to it. And I was just like, you know, I the guest list kind of like shrunk down. And honestly, they would probably have like Mark Hoppus be let in before me. So I'd, <laughs> I, I'd rather not take that risk. And, and you know what I mean? So I went two years ago, question mark. I, I think it was two years ago. All I know is I met Coolio and that was really rad. <laughs> year, so, dude, no way, that's awesome. Now, yeah, he was in line for the porta potty. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm surprised he just, <laughs> you know, didn't say fuck it and just go wherever he wanted to. That good for him for, you know, playing Coolio, man. Yeah, dude, he can do whatever he wants. Gang- gangsta Paradise. Um, so you Keen said, Cal. <laughs> you said that um they would let Mark Hoppus in before you. Would they let Tom DeLong in before you? Oh hell yeah, dude! Tom DeLong is. <laughs> Tom DeLong has, dude, listen, honestly, it, <laughs> they would let so many people in before me, which is totally fine. <laughs> I respect that. And I get it. But Tom DeLong will definitely, I would think that they'd let him in before anybody because they're like, man, what is he going to do? Dude, so you're kind of reading my mind and maybe you answered the question, but I was going to ask you then, who would they let in if it came down to it, one or the other? Is it Tom DeLong or Mark Hoppus? Are they I would think they they'd figure out to have both of them in. No, 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 no. You're not going that route. You, you Oh, I am. <laughs> no. I can't do one or the other, man. You they, really can't. I would tell you they would kick somebody out to replace. They'd they would kick, kick you out, out yeah. to replace. <laughs> oh, dude, you're so right. We said it at the same time. That's awesome. Um I, look, I'll I'll go ahead and say that I I would hope they'd let Tom in. And not Mark. I'm a huge Tom DeLong fan. I love Angels and Airwaves uh, actually a ton. That's my opinion. And you can hate me for it, everybody. But I love you. So, um, all right. We talked about all press. And mm-hmm. I, I want to focus now because I'm just getting like crazy here towards the end of episode okay. 82. Uh, the band recently was cruising with the almighty Warp Tour for a string mm-hmm. of dates in July. 
you've been there before, but what was it like this year? How was it? Oh, it was it was so much fun. Okay, so like the first year was kind of like your first day at school, and you don't really know anybody. You don't know where you're going, and you're kind of like lost and helpless, like like a lost puppy trying to find its way. And then now it's kind of like we show up and we're friends with like the crew and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a reunion in a weird way where you go, oh, what's up, guys? Long time no see. And then we had a lot of friends on the tour this time around. So it was a lot of fun to hang out with like William Control and Creeper and all those guys. And that was just so much fun. I already miss it. Um, I had a blast. And it was and obviously this was like a, a few days in a row. And the past years, it was only like one yeah. So this is this it was a lot cooler to be able to go there and uh also the catering. Man, if you could ever <laughs> just one day if you could have like warped tour catering, you're gonna eat better than you, you've ever eaten in your life. Every band that has ever played on Warp Tour that I've talked to on this show just speaks such high praises of the mm-hmm. catering. I mean, what's like the best thing you've had? Um, like there personally. Yeah. Um I mean, it's a good question. I I kind of think the the apple pie was my favorite thing that they gave me. Wow. So yeah, that like we got apple pie as a dessert, and also it's cool because they cater to everybody's dietary restrictions. And um, I'm vegan, so going into that, you know, we've played shows where they're like, oh yeah, we cater to vegans, and then they give you a banana. Wow. And that's all they have for you. <laughs> wow. And then we go to Warp Tour, and they're like, "Here's four meals a day," and and you get you know everything from you know the, I don't know the main dish to a side salad to a dessert, and Dude, they I'm take care hungry, of you. Hungry so. man, oh, it's I know, good. it's uh, delicious, man. I think it's Tada Catering. Okay, so props to them. Now, do like. For being on Warp Tour, do they like? Are you being fed for free? Or are you guys paying for this? Like, how does that work? Oh, you you are fed for free. If you're oh. a fan on Warp Tour, you get you get uh, you know, your meals for free. They they scan your little little pass, and then they're like, all right, go eat. Wow. And then you eat. All right. Kevin Lyman and all his crew. Kevin Lyman and all his crew has it. It's a well-oiled machine, man. <laughs> they're really good at what they do. Were there any bands that you saw this year? just as a fan that oh, yeah. ab- that absolutely killed it. Like, can you, can you oh, shout yeah. some out? I mean, and I flag every night was really unreal. And I flag was fantastic. Um, municipal waste was awesome. Guar was awesome. William control creeper. I mean, I got to, I, I watched a lot of bands. I, I mean, you're not doing much during the day if you're not doing press or eating. So <laughs> I, I got to check out a lot of bands. New year's day was really good. Um, What's this futuristic? Oh my gosh. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. So um, a lot of great, great music on Warped Tour. Did you, uh, did you see Ash on, uh, at the APMAs doing like the red carpet and all that? I didn't watch the red carpet. I watched highlights from it. Um, I didn't hook up the TV to the computer that night, but I, I watched some highlights. I'm sure she did a great job. She did. She killed it. She was awesome. And, and, Believe it or not, Jeremy, many people didn't see the red carpet because it cut out multiple times for 15, 20 minutes at a time. So so you weren't the only one who may have missed it um, intentionally or not. Um, What was the best memory from this Warp Tour? I mean, besides getting to hang out with my friends, like having breakfast every morning with your friends from the UK, like I got to eat breakfast with Creeper every morning. I love those guys, yeah. They're really, really sweet, uh, each one of them. So being able to have breakfast with them when, as I said, or like eating, it always comes back to food, doesn't it? So eating <laughs> yeah. food with like any of the guys, like from any of the bands I'm friends with. But also there's a really good anti-flag set one night where um, a lot went down at once. Uh, some some woman tried to stage dive and missed and, and took a really bad, like, I don't know if she was drunk or what she was trying to do, but missed and that was crazy to watch. And then there was almost a fight and uh, it got nutty, but you know, it was, it was all, I mean, it's a punk rock show. So yeah, dude, a lot of people, a lot of people act like warped isn't punk still, but it really is. I, I think it kind of is at its core and always will be, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Now, um, obviously when you play multiple warp tour dates in a row, you're traveling and sometimes decent distances. So mm-hmm. uh, how do you personally 
pass the time traveling uh, from city to city, whether it's on Warp Tour or any other tour that you guys do on your own? I I mean, it helps that my tour manager is my wife. So that's kind of, yeah, that, that works out. So I get to does. hang out with her a lot. <laughs> and um, I also, I don't know, I when, when I can find time to sleep, that's the number one thing. I, people are used, it used to be, there's no showers, but now I think every venue has had a shower. But now it's definitely, if we're not in a bus, we're in a van. Yeah. Because we, we, it's much uh, cheaper to be in a van. You save your money and whatnot. Yeah. And also, I don't think we could afford a bus, but sleeping in a van, you don't get much of it. So, Anytime you can find sleeping, I usually do. Or I walk around and check out bands. That's awesome. Honestly. That's awesome. Uh, they're, they're, such, they're such a like a glamorous mystique to touring that I think uh, is slightly incorrect. You know? <laughs> it very much. And also backstage, I don't know what this weird thing is where people think backstage is like the 1980s where people are like doing coke off of strippers' asses yeah. and stuff. But you go backstage, it's literally people either napping, yeah. eating, or reading a book. Yeah, or just like, staring mindlessly into their phones. I mean, there's not much social true. interaction yeah. going on, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, there's just some picnic tables set up, and people are just sitting. So, Dude, you're, it's you're, not, it's you're not you're a giant so right. party. <laughs> you know what? We'll just, everybody just, uh, it's fun to think that there's something magical going on. <laughs> uh, so, we'll we'll keep the facade going. Um, now... Another favorite question of mine for bands that like to tour is what's your biggest touring pet peeve? Whether it's like between like the bandmates, like if somebody's like a slob or, like you know, some some people have said, like, I hate uh, getting my set cut short. Like, what's your biggest touring pet peeve overall? Truthfully, you know, and this might sound like a complete like sham or you're, you're going to tell me that there's got to be something, but I could complain about things um there's always things you can complain about like you're you're with your friends in a tight space you know 24 7 and there's not really a spot where you can get away and so things will definitely irk you here and there but then i think what each one of us we do is that we stop and realize we could be at work you know we could be behind (laughs) a desk yeah but we're in a van with our friends and we're playing music and we're getting really we're getting taken care of and people are actually enjoying our sets and then like anything that was bugging you uh, you just kind of smile and go you know it's not not even worth you know fretting over so that's the truth honestly well number one nobody's ever answered that question in that way and i like that answer number two i think that that's where touring gets that like mythical kind of like awesomeness is because you just mm-hmm. made it sound so fucking great, man. Like I was like taken <laughs> away there for a moment. Um, all right. I'll, I'll take that answer. I won't say it's a cop out or anything like that. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> now here's a tough one. Maybe if you could change one thing about warp tour, what would it be? Um, I don't really know. You know, it's weird. So, like, there's things that are, like, very difficult about Warp Tour. Like, one of the dates we had to walk, I mean, endlessly to bring our equipment in. Yeah. Uh, we don't have, like, roadies or a crew to do that. We just – we and majority, you'll notice, a lot of bands, even big bands, they do the same thing, and they, they push no all their doubt. stuff in. But I think, I think it builds character, and I, I think it shows who's, you know, got that rock star mentality and who doesn't and who can actually, you know, get – through a really tough day yeah. and, and whatnot. And, and honestly, I wouldn't change anything. I, I, I really think that if anybody wants the best touring experience, they need to do warped. I mean, we've done some really not crummy tours, but like there's tours that are not easy. Like I said, showing up and we're like, Oh, on our rider, we say we need vegan food. And then we show up and they're like, Oh, we have vegan food and it's a banana. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then there's no place nearby to get food. And yeah. you just kind of, but you have to deal with that too. I mean, I've slept on floors. I've done that whole shit. So it's not like doing warp tour. It's like glamorous in a way compared to what I'm used to from like playing basements and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really cool. That makes sense. I, I could understand that. I be, I've only played warp tour one time uh, for one mm-hmm. date. Um, and I've, I've gone multiple times as a fan I couldn't really say one thing that I would want changed. The only thing that I think some people could say they want changed, which you, you just can't control, is how fucking hot it gets at some of these, um, at some of these venues and some of these dates. But 
it's an outdoor summer festival. I mean, that's, it's going to be that way. Um, yeah, yeah. But other than you that, just deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> other than that, I mean, it is what it is, and it's fucking awesome. So, um, I, I'm hoping then, Jeremy, next year we'll see you on even more dates for Warp Tour. And if you're in Pittsburgh, you'll I'll definitely see you. I don't know if you'll see me, but I'll see you. Um, oh yeah, come up and say hi. Monster on me, man. Oh no way. Okay, I'll take you up on it, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so dude, we're wrapping up episode eighty-two. But before we go, I, I actually wanted to talk about this real quick because I think it's worth uh, mentioning. Uh, as I was researching the band, getting ready for this interview, as I always do, uh, mm-hmm. I, I look on social media and I, I saw that you and the band retweeted you. About this like brush with death last year, and I didn't know about it until I saw this retweet a year later. Um, yeah. So obviously, man, I'm really glad that you're here and and that you're doing well. I I believe. So what happened exactly for those who don't know? If you don't mind talking about it. Oh, I don't mind. I mean, it, it's kind of weird because I don't remember much of it. I got knocked out. Yeah. Um, but basically, what I was told is that you know we were hit, um, and I was driving. And it was just me and my wife at the time in the, in the vehicle. It was the last day of warp tour for us uh, last year. And I was, I wasn't even playing that day. I was doing a motivational speaking thing that I do. No way. Uh, I do this, I do this motivational speaking project, uh, basically letting kids know that it's okay to be weird and, and whatnot and you'll get through it. And, um, we apparently got hit, um, really fast speeds on the throughway. And I woke up on the side of the road to an EMT cutting my shirt off saying you probably have a punctured lung and a broken collarbone and whatnot. And we need to rush you to the, the medic now or to the, to the hospital. So it was, it was a weird, it was a weird moment in life. I'd say, um, my vehicle was totaled and, and whatnot, but I'm alive and I'm doing well. And I think that's, I've always had a positive attitude, but I think that you know laughing and singing to some songs and then suddenly waking up to the side of the road and not remembering anything is uh is a sign to how quick life can end and it might sound super cliche but that's why i don't stress the big things like if someone has something negative to say or if you know i'm really hot on a tour because it's sunny i I just kind of go you know what i could be dead yeah. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I really appreciate that outlook. I, I really do. And um what a what a crazy experience. I'm glad that you came out of it um, you know, in good shape and everything. Uh how has this experience changed the way you live your life, which you kind of talked about? Uh, but how yeah. has it also like trickled into the music? I it has uh a little bit, you know, it's, it's interesting that not only did I deal with that, but when I was younger, um, I came down with an autoimmune disease Yeah. also kind of like that definitely comes out in the lyrics. And I think that I've always had this weird, like perception on death in general and, uh, dealing with like close to death experiences, uh, definitely shaped the death of a poet and all of his friends just yeah. by the title that that pretentious title alone <laughs> um, but if you listen to the lyrics and you, and you see the imagery and stuff like that yeah it definitely uh it comes out and all that stuff for sure and you're doing well though oh yeah i'm great i uh you know what's funny is that like i i, I just the only thing that honestly happened uh was the thing that was the worst was i messed my ankle up a little bit yeah and i I, I mean, that's fine now. So I, I feel, oh, I had a really bad concussion. That was the, that was a gnarly concussion. They, uh, I had passes go see Slipknot and Manson the next day, and they're like, you can't go to that. And then we <laughs> we played New York City with Creeper on their U.S. tour, like, right after that, too. And they're like, you can't play that. And I was like, I got to play that. So did you? It was you? a rough show. Oh, I did. It was a rough show. Hold on. How many days after the accident was it? Three weeks? They Wow. Wait, how many was it? Maybe one week. My wife's telling me it was like one week. So I think it was like, it was definitely, it was way too soon to be playing a show. But I was like, I got to do this. That's I, a... It sounds weird. Never been to New York City. So I was like, I got to go. Wow. And in and, and, and this whole accident, your wife was there, right? So, I mean. How, yeah, she was there. How, was she, obviously she's doing great, which I'm glad to hear. I mean, did she experience any tough injuries or anything? No, you know what? She was sleeping 
And the EMT said because she was sleeping, her body was relaxed. No way. And so because her body was relaxed, she had no injuries. Wow. And they were, that's, I was really thankful for it. And I, I guess I don't really remember it because I kind of don't have memory in it. She said, like, it seemed that I swerved because I took most of the, uh, the, the hit or whatever. So I must've like seen it happening and I moved out of the way. Cause the EMT said, you know, you looked like you were, it was weird. I guess I moved out of the way to try to like, make sure that she didn't also get hit. So I don't know. Oof. It was a weird experience, man. Dude. I really appreciate you uh, letting myself in, uh, as you know, people are listening. So everybody listening in on a really personal moment, but really the, the whole goal of, of me bringing this up was I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad you and the wife are doing well. And, uh, yeah, dude, no doubt. So, uh, everybody be safe out there. It's the best thing I can say. Um, all right. So we talked about a lot, Jeremy, and I'm going to let you go. I know that I've kept you, uh, for a little while, but I'm sure everybody's enjoyed it. But before I let you go, Mm -hmm. is there anything else that we can expect from you in one last shot here for the rest of 2017? Is there anything you can even tease us toward? Yeah, I'll, I know that we're going to put out one more music video soon. Mm. I don't know when that's happening. Um, I think I know what song it's for. We haven't shot it yet, but it's definitely in the works to to happen. And then um, I know that we have some shows that are like, I, I don't know if I can announce them yet, but we have shows in the works that are coming up. So hopefully that I can announce that soon. But those are those are some stuff. Things, stuff and things. (laughs) Now, Jeremy, as we talked about earlier in this episode, really at the very beginning, you just got a new tattoo. You were saying that you opened it up for people like with different options to pick it. You ended up not going with one of those. But it it seems like you like to give like options. So I'm going to ask you, uh, you're saying a new music video may be happening in 2017. What like two two or three songs do you think it could be? Like, give us some options there, just to kind of think about. Um, I think it might end up being playing with dead things, but if it's not that, I know we've talked about. Uh, I think my misery is is one of them, and also fade into the dark. But it depends on honestly what we're trying to achieve with release. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes for those kind of things. Yeah. So. All right, we'll have to we'll have to wait. And uh, everybody, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you heard he dropped a couple possibilities. So, what do you think it's going to be? Let us know. Take a guess. Let's see if you're right. We'll uh, we'll check on it. So, uh, Jeremy, uh, before I let you go, I want to see: is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Um, I was, I don't know. I appreciate them all, and I appreciate you. Thank you for doing oh, this. Oh, thanks, man. I, I, serious. It's uh, it's really cool. And uh, I like I just appreciate when people are doing stuff like this. It's it's really awesome. I say keep it up, and everybody out there, keep smiling. Yeah, dude, I agree with that. And uh, thanks for the kind words. Thanks for being here. We're gonna talk off the air for a moment, uh, so don't hang up. But Jeremy, thank you so much for being here for episode eighty-two of Spitting Thoughts. Once again, I want to thank Jeremy from One Last Shot for being with me here today. The latest full-length album just dropped on March the 31st the death of a poet and all of his friends go check it out if you haven't heard it and if you have heard it play it again I enjoy it and you will too while you're checking out one last shot make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at spin thoughts we're on Facebook Instagram SoundCloud all that jazz our website is thespinningthoughts.com. make sure you're checking out metal thoughts and fan thoughts if you want to be involved with anything that we're doing here at spinning thoughts Hit us up, let us know, DM us on Twitter, at SpinThoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight on Adobe Radio. Been enjoying our time there. I think about one month under our belts. This week, I I don't know if the video dropped yet. If it hasn't, then surprise. This week, we're really excited. We have the Gospel Youth for episode 84, and they are going to be the premiere episode on Adobe Radio at midnight this thursday don't miss it everybody thank you so much for being here with me it's always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, i hope we continue the conversation on twitter until then make sure you share music spread love
Cops can't be